The following is an exclusive podcast for the Dermatology Digest. This is Dr. Ted Rosen for the Dermatology Digest. I know that my rant for today may not be directly applicable to most of our listeners, but if you have children or nieces or nephews who might ask you for advice, this rant might be food for thought. So just bear with me. Seeing as how it was the end of the academic year, I was just giving my last words of advice to a medical student whom I had closely mentored for the last two and a half years before she went off to do her PGY1 year. Luckily, we're not parting ways for long because she's due back Baylor for her dermatology residency. But she did come to talk to me about her ultimate career goals. What should I do, she inquired. I like PD derm, but I also like derm surgery and dermatopathology. So I told her, follow your passion. I was pleased with my very sage advice. Few days later, it was pouring here in Houston, and I was sitting outside uh, under a roof on a balcony, not in the rain, but I like to sit in the rain and think. And I got to thinking about this conversation I just had with the medical student. And you know what? I think I let her down. You hear, follow your passion everywhere. It's in graduation speeches. It's plastered all over self-help books. It's really a cliche. But worse than that, I think it may actually be detrimental to the individual. Why do I feel that way? Well, first, just because you have a passion for something doesn't mean you're good at it. All you have to do is watch the auditions for American Idol or most episodes of America's Got Talent to understand what I'm saying. Or let's say someone wants to change the world and they think the best way to do that is enter politics, but they have a deadly fear of public speaking. If you aren't good at the requisite skills to turn your passion into a job, you may not, in fact, you probably won't succeed at it. Another important point about telling someone to follow their passion ignores two obvious truths. First, they may not have just one passion. And second, passions may change with time and maturity. If you choose one passion single-mindedly, it can really be needlessly limiting, leaving no place for other as yet undiscovered passions. And of course, as human beings, we are always in some bit of a state of flux. We're always evolving. So perhaps whatever one is passionate about today may not be what one is passionate about five or ten years from now. But probably worst of all, by telling my medical student mentee that she should follow her passion, I was assuming 
she knows what that might be. Maybe right now she can't confidently say what her real passion is and therefore tie that to career choice decisions. In all probability, she needs more time and more exposure. Not knowing what one's passion is can be a source of stress and anxiety. But you know what? I think it's not only okay, I think it's normal. Look at me. I wanted to be a history teacher at one point. I was passionate about Renaissance and Reformation European history. And look where I ended up. Remember that once one shifts a passion into a career, it becomes a job, a task, an obligation. That passion may become routine and lose the luster and allure it once held. Maybe a passion should be something other than what one does to make money and put food on the table and a roof over the head. You can and really you should like and enjoy your job, but maybe your passion be something on the side, something an individual decides to do with their discretionary time, maybe a volunteer position. Take my daughter, for instance. She's a colon cancer survivor. Her passion is to help spread cancer awareness, especially among young adults, because at 31, she should not have had colon cancer, right? So she volunteers with the Colon Cancer Alliance, the American Cancer Society, and at MD Anderson Hospital. She's the director of a citywide 5K fundraiser to support colon cancer research and lectures frequently to medical students and physician groups about what it's like to have cancer from the patient perspective. She creates TikToks about colon cancer symptoms and screening procedures. But her job is to supervise a number of NIH grants relating to healthcare disparities. Yes, both things are in the healthcare field, but they're really quite different. Her job and her passion are separate entities. Maybe instead of telling people to follow their passion, when choosing a specific type of work, we should advise them to find out these three things. First, what are they naturally good at? What energizes them? And last, what drains them? That way, a career path can highlight and augment their talents and leave them a sense of satisfaction at the end of the workday. There's actually a manuscript on this subject emphasizing some Stanford scientists' experiments showing that following one's passion may actually make a person less successful in the real work world. For example, these investigators found that young people who profess single-minded passions are more likely to be frustrated when they face the inevitable challenges and roadblocks. They're also less likely to consider new potential areas of collaboration with those in other fields. If you're interested in reading this article, and it's a good read, the citation is Psychological Science, 2018, Volume 29, pages 
1653 to 1664. The authors are Dweck and Walton. Another person who's been quoted as saying that following your passion is simply an unrealistic myth is Mark Cuban, you know, the owner of the Dallas Maverick basketball team and star of the television show Shark Tank. As he put it on an Amazon Insights broadcast, and I quote here, rather than following your passion, you should focus on your strengths. If you put time and effort into what you are already good at, you will only get better. And nobody quits anything they're good at because it's fun to be good. It's even more fun to be one of the best. As far as my all-time favorite medical student goes, I'm not worried about her. She has plenty of time to figure this all out. And when she comes back to do her residency, I'll tell her that I was wrong. My advice was not the best. I'll give her new and better advice than simply follow your passion. This is Dr. Ted Rosen for Dermatology Digest. I hope you've enjoyed this brief rant, and I'll be talking to you again soon. This has been an exclusive podcast with the Dermatology Digest. Find more at www.thedermdigest.com. Thank you for joining us.